Trent 365. With Josh Howard. Profiling the businesses, organizations, and people that make Trenton better. Hello, friend, and welcome to another edition of the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You are listening to us over the stellar award-winning radio station, WIMG 1300, streaming over our website as well, WIMG1300.com, Facebook and Twitter, WIMG1300. The Trenton 365 Show has a Facebook page. Our website is TrentonTheNumbers365.com, and you can also find me on... um, any of the other social media outlets, you can just search for my name, J-A-C-Q-U-E, last name Howard, H-O-W-A-R-D. This is what I'm calling Civic Engagement Radio, and it's also television because you're watching over WPHY Channel 25 covering Mercer County, New Jersey. In the studio with me is a contributor and a regular guest uh, on the show, and at some point in time, I'm sure she's going to be switching seats with me, but I've got Kimberly A. Ferguson, who is a trainer, a management trainer as well as an author, a mother, and uh, she's very civically engaged. So we're going to get right into a lot of details talking to Kimberly about what she's been up to. And of course, she is going to encourage you to do some things on your end to be a better person. So without any further ado, Kimberly A. Ferguson, welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. Thank you for having me again. That's awesome. (laughs) You always are welcome here. Um, Just before the break, we were talking about, or the introduction, we were just talking a bit about all the different things that you're doing and you're all over the place, um, networking with some amazing people, um, some other entrepreneurs. Why don't you start off differently and okay. uh, talk a little bit about what you've been doing, and then I'll pull it back in, and for the folks who haven't heard from you or don't know of you, then they can get to know you a little bit better when you talk about your history. Okay. Uh, this year has been an amazing year. Uh, as you know, I am a boss influencer for the Boss Network this year. So I've had a lot of fun and some amazing experiences working with Kamika Smith of the Boss Network. And I've had the opportunity to speak at the Sage Summit in Chicago. Uh, just this past weekend, I was in Chicago speaking at the Boss Influencer event. And just a number of wonderful opportunities. In addition to working with the Boss Network, I was able to connect with Kitty Preneur this year uh, for their conference so I was able to speak for for them on a panel also did up rising stars this year and most recently which is probably my most exciting news uh, just last week I hit two amazon.com bestseller list uh, so with my book marketing you be strategic uh, in the United States and in Canada Now, in the past, we've spoken about marketing you, Be Strategic, and about how you've written the book and so forth. Let's go back a little bit further than that and give the folks a little bit of background about who Kimberly is, where you're from, and what led you to where you are now. And then I want you to tie in the news that that you've shared with me recently as well about going in a different direction. Okay, so I am a learning and development consultant. I have a company, it's called Caveberg Training. What I do through my company is I go out to different organizations and I provide workshops to help the employees get better at what they do. Uh, Just a little bit about my background, more than 19 years of professional experience, worked at Dow Jones for nine years. I worked uh, in education, I'm a certified teacher of English and internet and online technology. I also worked in higher education, uh, serving as associate director of learning and development 
for an institution right here in the state of New Jersey. Uh, so that's a little bit about my background. Now as far as the book goes, uh, there were a couple of reasons why I wrote the book. I was very strategic in my plan in writing the book. Uh, one of the reasons was number one, I have a passion and a love for career development. So I found that the strategies that I wrote in this book have been very effective for me and clients that I've worked with. So I wanted to share that with the masses. And also I wanted to have a takeaway for some of the workshops that I was doing. I wanted to have something in written form that folks could walk away with. But the other piece of it, uh, where, where I say it was strategic in me writing it when I did, was because when I launched my business, one of the things that people were asking for was my book. Well, what's the name of your book? And I didn't have one. I was working on it, mm -hmm. but I didn't have one. So that put me in high gear as far as getting it done and um, you know, self-publishing it. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to drill down a little bit more on that because okay. uh, you shared before about how things work linearly and the process, how you had everything, you had the background, you had the experience, mm -hmm. um, and you were getting the opportunity to present yourself. Right. But then the next question was, where's your book? Absolutely. The, the very first opportunity that presented itself once I left corporate and said, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do the business, was an organization uh, that had posted something that they wanted as far as a, um, a speaker to come speak to their employees. And um, it was for a big event they were having. And so I submitted a video proposal. So I was creative. I, I submitted a video proposal. And it wowed them enough that I was shortlisted. I was with a group of about five other presenters that they interviewed. And during the interview process, one of the first questions they asked me was, what's the title of your book? And I didn't have a book. Uh, so in the story that I, and I know I've shared this before with your audience, but um, about a year later, I went back to that organization. So the door was closed. They said no to me the first time around. And I went back to them with the video, another video. Hey, it's Kimberly A. Ferguson. Remember me? These are all the things that I've done in the past year, including, you know, I'm, I'm in the video with the <laughs> exactly. my book. And they invited me to come speak to their organization. When I went to speak, the CEO was there and she heard me speak and uh, passed my information on to their national association. And as a result, I was able to speak at their national conference in Philadelphia. I was invited to speak there, uh, and it was a, it was a wonderful opportunity, uh, a paying opportunity, but a wonderful opportunity. And um, it was a conference where Damon John was speaking, so that was pretty cool too. <laughs> That's great. So so as we transition now, um, let's get into talking about the book. Okay. Marketing you be strategic, and um, and the impetus behind why you wrote it. Okay but then what you were trying to accomplish by writing it. Okay, so a couple of things again. I mean, number one, positioning myself. So it, part of it was about my brand. Um, so I'm going to be completely transparent in sharing that part of the reason for me writing it was to establish myself as a credible resource in the area of professional development and career development. Mm -hmm. So that was number one. But again, number two, for me, I had a story to tell around career development. I had a strategy that I know works. It's a faith-based approach to career development. Um, you know, my testimony is in the book, but also real-life strategies, real-life principles that folks can implement right away. And with the relaunch, so recently with I relaunched the book, uh, the e-book version, uh, which is what kind of kicked off everything as far as the bestseller campaign. But when I relaunched, I added some additional content, actually some content that we discussed here on the show, the DRIVE acronym. So I added some bonus content to it as well because I found that that was effective 
for my clients, for people that had read the book, for people that had read some of my articles. So, mm-hmm. so the faith-based portion of it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you're very upfront. As as um, and that's one of the things that I really appreciate about you. And I think more people need to be open about their faith and how that transitions to their everyday life, including their work career and their work life balance, etc. But talk about the faith based approach and how you implemented it into your book. And then uh, I'm going to ask you a couple of follow-up questions about that. Okay, so the faith-based approach is, is really simple. It's a God-centered approach. So strategic is an acronym for the nine principles that a successful career development strategy should have, the G standing for God-centered. But in addition to that, that piece of it, in the book I talk about a strategy of faith, prayer, and action. So I have faith. Uh, And that's wonderful. I should have the faith, but faith without works is dead. So I need to take some action. I need to be praying on it, but I need to be taking some action. And the reason that that piece is so important is because so many times I come across folks that they're they're about to launch their business, they're they're ready to move, they're change their careers, and they'll say, uh, you know, I've been praying on it. You know, I've been praying on it. And I ask, what else have you been doing? Mm -hmm. Because Yes, God wants us to rely on him and have faith in him, absolutely. But he also wants us to take some steps to prepare ourselves for that transition. So that piece of it was so very important. It was so important in my own testimony. I mean, both times that I transitioned, the first time that I transitioned was from when I was working at the financial publishing company, when I was working at Dow Jones, and I transitioned out of that to teach. Um, That was a leap of faith all the way because mm-hmm. I had never stepped foot in um, in a classroom as a teacher, uh, no less in an alternative high school. But that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to teach at an alternative high school. So that was a leap of faith in and of itself. And I trusted and I believed in God uh, as I made that transition, but I also took steps so that I could be prepared for that transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I talked about just this this weekend at the event at the the Boss Network event, I was talking about the fact that passion is not enough. You know, being passionate about something is not enough. And when I walked into that classroom, I absolutely realized that I needed more than my passion. I needed more than just saying, okay, I, you know, I believe that God will will take care of me in this classroom. I needed to take some steps to be prepared. I needed to be ready. So all of those pieces were really very important. And in the book, that's what's at the core. It's the faith, it's the prayer, it's the action. Mm-hmm. And that, that the action part of it, um, it, it, to my, it brought to mind a joke okay. um, where there's someone, there's a flood coming. And um, the fire department comes and says, hey, look, you have to evacuate. Mm-hmm. Flood waters are rising. Now a boat comes by. I'm going to stay. I'm waiting on God. I've prayed about it. A helicopter comes. <laughs> I'm waiting on God. Mm-hmm. This person now meets God face to face. says, God, why didn't you answer my prayer? God says, what do you want? I sent the fire department. I sent a canoe. I sent a boat and a helicopter. And you didn't take any of those. So I understand what you mean about the action part. Because, I mean, often we, we paralysis by analysis. Like, we think about it. We think about yes. it. And um, whenever I'm asked uh, to speak or share... Um, you know, it's, it's a bit of an unorthodox approach. And I tell folks, right now, things are moving so rapidly. Like, even now, by the time we're done with this show, it's going to be globally. You know, but by the time we get to our vehicles, we've got to change our mindset to start thinking, okay, we've got to think more instantaneous, instantaneously. Mm-hmm. So if you throw stuff to the wall today and it sticks, 
run with it. Mm -hmm. Because tomorrow it might not stick. Right. It might not work. So we need to, I think that's something that more generations need to understand that that's where we are as a world, as a globe. This isn't just something based out of like the East Coast or the right. United States. This is a global approach. People are rapidly always trying to progress. Absolutely. And if we're not trying to at least figure out where we fit in there, I think we're going to be a bit left behind. You know, you, you brought up something just a moment ago okay. that I hadn't heard you mention before. And it, it's about passion, about you having to have more than passion. Because um, a lot of times, you know, you people who are excited, energetic, um, they're passionate about something, but they haven't done all of the homework or right. the research or their presentation, including their passion. It comes across as just being passionate. Can you drill down on that a bit? Sure. So uh, when I, as I mentioned, when I was at the event this week, that's one of the things I talked about was when, when passion is not enough and the idea that it's wonderful to be passionate about these things. In fact, it's, it's a necessary ingredient if we're going to go next level. It's, it's, it's critical for us to be passionate about it. But in addition, what steps am I going to take? Um, and what I talked about was you know, the idea of having a plan of action, risking failure, the idea of investing in yourself. So taking that time to say, okay, I'm passionate about this, but what resources am I tapping into? How am I pouring into myself to be better, to, be, to differentiate myself, to set myself apart so that folks will look to me as a resource? Uh, vision casting, so taking the time to cast vision over my life, taking a look at where I am right now, where I'd like to be, what lies in the gap, and figuring out a plan for that. And then excellence, walking in excellence on a regular, being very consistent every single day. So when we talk about passion, it's wonderful to be passionate, but what action are you taking? How are you planning? Are you setting SMART goals? What are you doing in order to get to wherever it is that you're trying to go? Mm -hmm. I think that might be your next book. <laughs> if so, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, take a note about that. But, but Kimberly, you know, in the past we've talked about social media mm -hmm. and how important it is. Um, and you, it's almost simultaneous when you talk about social media mm -hmm. and you talk about what you're presenting, how you're presenting it, and staying consistent. Can you uh, reiterate that? Well, I want to uh, talk about social media in this way. Uh, so. I mentioned the bestseller campaign. I want to share this story. Um, social media was a big part of that. And what do I mean by that? The, the gentleman who helped me in that area, his name is Stuart Andrew Alexander. I met him on LinkedIn. He was following my show, The Strategic Mind Show. He was following the show, watching the show, sharing, sharing the show on his LinkedIn page, and we connected in that way. And once we connected and had conversation, and you know, I'm learning from him, he's, you know, he's pouring into me, he's giving me really great tips and techniques and strategies. I asked him to be on the show. And that continued to, our relationship continued to build. So it didn't just stop at social media. So many times with social media, we'll connect with someone, I'll follow you, you follow me, and then that's it. But really finding the value, what can I give to you in this relationship? What, can you, what, what value do you bring to me? Don't you know that in working with him, he has been able to give me guidance on 
my show on the media on how to how to do interviews he's given me guidance in that way but he also gave me so much guidance on ways that I can structure um, my book uh, and even with the campaign I mean he had me on his show he has a, a radio show he had me on um, impact makers radio then he had me on business innovators radio and the following that I got from that was just it was amazing so when we think of, of social media think of it truly as networking and the same thing that you would do if you were networking in the room and how you would follow up you get the business card and you follow up that person you call them do the same thing with your social media I mean really invest the time do the follow-up and it's hard and it's it, there's it, especially when you have this many people coming at you it's very hard to do it but find a way and if not get help I mentioned the last time I was here that I have a gentleman in New York that helps me with my Twitter because um, I just I first of all I wasn't an expert in Twitter by any means when I started mm -hmm. out uh, so it was really very important for me to get help from someone who could help me someone mm -hmm. who knew what they were doing someone who get, who could give me guidance so PK Kersey is his name and he was able to help me just kind of figure it all out and um, now I'm a lot better in managing my Twitter but he's still there uh, helping me with that mm -hmm. and I also want you to to talk about the relationship building aspect of it okay. and that's something that I'm extremely passionate about. I mean, uh, most people know I, I'm the youngest of seven children. I grew up two doors from my great aunt, three doors from my maternal grandparents, and my mom is one of 13. So at any given time, there were dozens of people around. And so I learned at a very young age the value of, of spending time with different people. I mean, the microcosm or the nuclear family that I grew up in, we literally had soup to nuts. There was a bit of everything in in my family, <laughs> okay. but not just, hey, this is distant so-and-so, or this is um, ostracized so-and-so. No, these were people who I had regular contact with. And um, I was fortunate enough to understand and, and be taught mm -hmm. at a young age that observing people and understanding that someone may not have the same desires or um, lifestyle that you do, but that shouldn't prevent you from gaining something from that. Absolutely. So I learned how important it was to have relationships. And I think it's finally come to fruition now because that's the whole thing that my life is about now is, hey, I want to get to know as many people as possible and have a meal with them and talk to them and pick their brain and share what I have at the same time. Talk about relationship building. It's been critical for what I'm doing. And the, the funny thing about this, and I know I've shared this with you before, I'm naturally an introvert. So as far as relationship building goes, um, you put me in a room where you know folks are networking and connecting, it's awkward for me. It's, it's, it's not comfortable, but I have to push myself because I recognize the importance of building those relationships. And once you say that hello, once you, you, know, once you smile or whatever it is to connect with someone, it gets a lot easier. Uh, but that has, that has always been my challenge. Social media has made it a lot easier because of that initial connection happening. But again, the, the building of relationships is critical because you never know who someone knows or, or where where that can take you, where that relationship can take you. A, a very good example I have is a gentleman that I met in college uh, was working for NBC Universal. Uh, and when I had written my book uh, back in what, 2014, he 
he invited me to come to well he asked for a copy of the book and I sent sent a copy to him and he ultimately got me an invitation to speak on this panel but it was that connection and nurturing that connection I mean this was a friend from college uh, that you know just continuing those relationships was really very important and what ended up happening from me being on that panel I connected with two other wonderful people who since then I mean they've been on my show I've you know it's just been amazing they've um, one of the women had me on something that the um, National Urban League uh, mm -hmm. sponsors so just building those relationships what value can I bring to the table and what value can you bring to me mm, that's fantastic I'm speaking with Kimberly a Ferguson um, K Ferg speaks K Ferg kferg.com as well. But Kimberly, why don't you share some of the other social media or contact information that, that's available as well? Sure. So kfergspeaks.com. You can find me on social media, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Kferg Speaks. So if you search for Kferg Speaks, you'll find me in that way. You can also search for Kimberly A. Ferguson. And of course, we have the Strategic Minds show, which you can find at strategicminds.tv or by going to WBTVN and watching it there. Now, WBTVN. N. Mm -hmm. All right, so Strategic Minds, the television program that you have. I'd like to spend some time chatting about that because okay. I've heard you talk about it and I'm seeing it evolve. And I know you have some amazing plans coming up. Yes. Talk about the reason behind wanting to do your own television show. Well, it started pretty simply. Uh, there were folks who were asking to come to different workshops that I was doing. And the workshops were private workshops because I was doing them for organizations. And, you know, as those requests were coming in, people wanting to participate in certain things I was doing, I said, wouldn't it be great if I had, you know, some type of video series? So I started with something called Your Career Matters. I don't know if you remember that, mm -hmm. where folks would ask me questions and I would answer them around career development. But then what I was seeing where there were certain questions that were coming in that I felt like, you know what, I need some other experts. I need some other folks to chime in and share their expertise uh, because you know, I don't know everything. <laughs> so uh, my husband had been wanting to um, do this for some time, do, do this show. So uh, we kind of put our minds together and came up with the Strategic Mind Show. And I reached out to a number of my resources. So a number of the folks that you've seen on the show thus far, I reached out and just said, you know, this is what we're looking to do. Before I could even finish getting it out, out of my mouth, folks were like, yes, you know, tell me where I should be, what I should do. And so we put this show together. The, the, the idea of the show is that um, it's about empowerment. So we're looking to empower people, to provide them with information, to help them get better in their business, to help them get better in their professions, whatever it might be, entrepreneurship. So there's a number of different topics, health and wellness. It's all about just improving oneself. And the format of the show is one interview. So I have one in-person interview that I do. And then there's two segments. Those segments are generally provided by folks across the country. Um, in fact, one gentleman provided something from across the world. He provided something from Egypt. Um, <laughs> true story. And um, But we get segments that are sent in to us. And we're at the point now that even with the segments that we're receiving, we have to come up with a different strategy for how we're managing that. Because there are certain ones that are coming in that while the content is good or, you know, or it might be missing something. So we're thinking of some different training um, programs or something to kind of help folks who want to submit content to us uh, as well. So uh, 
the the following has been great. Folks have been asking when 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 the show doesn't come out or if it, for example, during the summer we took some time okay. off, and um, during that time folks were reaching out. When's the next show? So so we partnered with WBTBN to make it available on Roku, Apple TV, uh, Chromecast, and some other platforms. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And um, so Kimberly. We're talking about relationship building and being inclusive mm -hmm. uh, in how this, this all develops. The process of being inclusive, when, when you have that kind of a personality or that's part of your business model, you have to learn to deal with different personalities. And sometimes strategically, <laughs> hence the book, um, dealing with those personalities and also your own during this developmental stage can be kind of trying. How are you dealing with that? Well, it's funny, um, I do a lot of trainings around this, around you know, dealing with difficult personalities or um, just how to navigate that. And honestly, you know, one piece, one, one tool that I use quite a bit is Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. So I pay attention to personality type. I pay attention to how people are responding. What type of information do they trust? How, how do they make decisions? And I shape my, my, my request in that way. So in order to get what I want, and I know it's, some people would say it's manipulative, some people would call it being phony. No, it's being strategic. Mm -hmm. So in order to, to communicate effectively with you, sometimes I might have to, or with someone, I might have to tweak my delivery in order to make that work. So when you talk about being inclusive, I really try, I try to, to be sure that I'm, I'm getting the best content from the best folks. And um, sometimes that means dealing with difficult personalities and sometimes um, and and especially in the in the training room I mean <laughs> don't get me started but but just learning how to navigate that and and understanding what my goal is what is it that I'm trying to accomplish and putting my my feelings about it to the side in order to get what I need mm -hmm. and I'm gonna go back a bit um, you had mentioned using social media mm -hmm. to access a different group of people a larger audience etc and my personal story is when I started doing doing Trenton 365 show or being a guest host here on WIMG, someone said, hey, you sound pretty good. Maybe you ought to put it up on the Internet and see where it goes. So I started to do that and check some statistics. Before I knew it, there were people in over 70 countries who wanted to hear, I don't say myself, but they wanted to hear my guests. So the power that we have with technology now, we have a, a limitless marketplace. And if we're preventing ourselves from being or utilizing that marketplace, then we really have no one to blame but ourselves. Right. Now, with the global access and with bringing in, in people and dealing with different personalities and so forth, I'm sure there are times where, you know, peaks and valleys, we all go through them. Absolutely. We've been pretty even kill right now. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about some of the, some of the more difficult times that oh, you yeah. had and, and some of the strategies that you've utilized to get through those times? Okay. Um, wow, I'm, I'm thinking back just to this year. I mean, there there absolutely were times, even with my business, because you know, as as you know, I'm kind of I'm doing two different things right now. I but I'm I'm kind of finishing the the other piece, which is working at the college. So as you know, I'm, I'm kind of finishing up that piece, and it's been challenging because of fear. You know, I, I was afraid to take the leap. I've been afraid to take the leap, even with the the show. Or um, when I when I decided to do the influencers program, a, a fear sets in. 
but being able to push through that fear and recognize what's greater, what's what what's going to happen on the other side if I push through that fear. So and understanding that falling down, if I fall down, and, and that's the big thing, going through those difficult times, yes, we might fall down, but it's not about the falling down. It's about getting up and learning from what just happened, learning from that no, learning from, okay, well, why did I fall down? What did, what did I contribute to that? And being responsible for me, that accountability piece, not blaming others, that's challenging because sometimes when things don't quite go right, it can be really easy to blame someone else. But for me, what's helped me push through that is just remembering what my end goal is, remembering what's important to me, remembering uh, and, and knowing that God has me. I mean, you know, going back to my, my faith, going back to prayer, just remembering that God has me. And the wonderful thing, too, is I have a support system around myself, and I want to encourage folks, get people in your corner that are supportive, honest, but supportive. So not just people that are going to co-sign on every idea that you have, but people that are truly going to be uh, your cheerleaders, but also say, hey, you know what, That's that might not be a good idea for right now. So having those types of folks in my corner have been, has been absolutely empowering and it's helped me push through some of those challenging times. Fantastic. We'll drill down on that after a short break, but Kimberly, can you show the contact information for yourself, please? Sure. Again, it's Kimberly A. Ferguson. You can find me at kfergspeaks.com. You can also find me on social media, kfergspeaks, just about any social media platform, or you can email me, info at kferg.com. I'm Jacques Howard. You are listening and watching the Trenton 365 show heard Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. over WIMG 1300 and WPHY Channel 25. We'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. The website, Trenton365.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Trenton365 and the Facebook page, Trenton365 Show. In the studio with me is Kimberly A. Ferguson, who is an author, a trainer, a mother, and a wife. And we've been talking about lots of different things, but mainly about her book, Marketing You, Be Strategic, and all things that that involves, um, brand development, social media, support, relationship building, etc. And we'll be getting into more of that information uh, in just a short moment. Um, off the air, I always like those conversations. Maybe I'll start recording those as well, <laughs> and I'll have little, little uh, paper listen to those conversations. But uh, we were talking about um, some forthcoming projects. And um, the lead into that was you were talking about having a support system. And anyone who's involved in media or civic engagement or the public in some way, shape, or form has to have a strong support system, husband, wife, spouse, family, friends, something. I know I have it. I know you have it as well. So shout out to, to those people who are part of the support system of all of us who are doing all of these different things. But a key point you mentioned was people who are honest with you. You don't want to surround yourself with yes people or people who are just going to simply buy into whatever crazy idea that you have because that's part of what drives us, right. coming up with ideas and expressing ideas and watching them develop. So how has that worked out for you to be able to have people in your corner and around you, part of your foundation, part of your support team, tell you, hey, yeah, you know, pump the brakes here. We really need to think about this a little differently. It's been helpful because the people that 
share that with me are people that I trust. Mm. So I know that it's coming from a, a genuine place. I know it's coming from a place that's really looking out for, for me. Uh, and it's not coming from any, any other place. So it's been helpful because there are times where I have ideas that maybe now is not the time for them. Mm -hmm. It may not be a bad idea, but now might not be the time for that idea. So there have been ideas that I've thrown at my husband and he's, he's you know, <laughs> <laughs> frowned or shaked his head at it. But, it but, the, but the key to that, the thing that for me that's important is just having those people around me that can say, you know, Kimberly, that's not a good idea. Or Kimberly, not now. Or, you know, you need to focus on these other things. You're, you're starting this and you haven't even finished these pieces. Because sometimes I do. I get excited about, you know, something new, a new project. I get excited about it. Um, and even around the show, even around the development of the show, sometimes I have, you know, a direction in which I'd like to go or something I'd like to try, and now's not the time for it. So having someone, um, and, and it's not just, you know, it's not just my husband, it's, it's you know, my husband, my, my mom's there to, to, to kind of throw her, her suggestions at me, and then I have close friends who, who share their ideas with me as well mm -hmm. and a and personal feedback. yeah and, and a personal story is the same thing with me i mean i'm fortunate enough to have a wife and a daughter who are very comfortable with telling me hey you know i don't think that's a good idea right. or when i bounce something off off of them regardless of how excited i am they can look beyond that and say you know we're going to get right to the core of this. Right. We understand that you're passionate like you said mm -hmm. you may be excited about it but we're going to get right to the core of it now it's not a good time for whatever the reasons are and just to enlighten me because in my space whatever that is i may not be able to see what's going on right. but some other people around have Absolutely. and um that brings up the next point you know being a creative person and someone who's always thinking about hey how can i do something better or how can i expand what i'm already doing lots of ideas come you know there's two, three, four o'clock in the morning thoughts, you know, where I'm writing and, and the rest of the house is trying to sleep. And one of those is a, a documentary that I'm working on to talk about civic engagement and how important it is for us to do this and to document my life so that I can pass it on to someone else. But I don't, I'm not a filmmaker. I mean, I can use a camera, but I'm not a filmmaker. So what I've done is I've partnered with um, Jeff Stewart, who's an award-winning filmmaker, a good friend of mine. And he's, that person says, hey, this is how you do it. This is how you don't do it. And it's bringing me back into some sort of a focus, into that space where I can, I can be myself and not try to overextend or overexpand. And it's critical, I think, for everyone to have that. So that's one of the things that I have coming up, hopefully early 2017. At least the teaser reel will be out. What does Kimberly Ferguson have coming down the pike? Well, we'll be continuing the Strategic Mind show, new guests. I mean, we, we still have a number of, of new shows that um, haven't aired yet. So we have some wonderful guests that, um, some actresses, we have uh, designers. I mean, just amazing lineup of guests. So we'll be continuing with the show. But in addition to that, what, uh, what I'm working on right now is a program. Uh, it's a coaching, a mentoring, a training program for people who are interested in getting into training interested in doing what I'm doing. 
uh, as far as starting their business or uh, maybe they have a business and they're looking to expand it to take it to the next level we're looking to uh, and we're, we're in the process we've actually started to establish some amazing partnerships to help us along the way with this program but the program will be an eight-month program and uh, folks would every month be participating in different training uh, that's being offered, not just by me. I mean, some of it by me. I'm definitely going to be doing the Myers Briggs type indicator mm -hmm. so that to help folks navigate that, but also instructional design training. Mm -hmm. um, you know, taking a look at social media, all of those different pieces, and we're bringing that all together. In addition, the folks that participate in that program will have the opportunity to do a training and have that training recorded. So we're, we're, we're working on a number of different pieces to really make this program um, something that would be beneficial to the, 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 the participants. And uh, it's really exciting because thus far, I mean, even though we haven't even announced the opening of the program, um, I already have folks that are interested because I've had folks What's been happening over the past several months is people have been reaching out and asking, you know, for mentorship, asking for mm -hmm. guidance, and I've been doing that. I've been, you know, when when I get the email, when I get the call, when I get uh, the the message on Instagram, I'll schedule some time to talk to folks. In fact, there was one young lady who reached out. I had a call with her. Turns out she lived in the Chicago area. So since I was going to be in Chicago speaking, um, I reached out to her to let her know. And um, I got a comp ticket. Now, because Dewey couldn't come because he was watching the kids, <laughs> <laughs> he was at the aquarium with the children, um, I invited her to come. So just, you know, that relationship building, you know, back to the relationship building, but also just the importance of, you know, people reaching out and getting the information they need. So that's something else that we're working on and rolling out that program for 2017. That's fantastic. So we can look forward to more television Absolutely. and audio capture interviews, and you're always welcome to come back here, of course, but also the growing of the brand, mm -hmm. Kimberly, Ferguson, Kimberly A. Ferguson, K. Ferg Speaks, but then also an eight-month training program with a lot of different tentacles expressing and giving people opportunity to advance themselves. Absolutely. Great. So let's get back to the book, okay. uh, Marketing You, Be Strategic, um, recently has been listed on the Amazon bestseller list. Mm -hmm. So things are moving along nicely. I didn't mention this before, but I'd like to. Okay. Um, or ask. Books sometimes are written for a very specific audience. I know, I know the answer to this, but the book that you wrote, Marketing You Be Strategic, who is that book for? Everyone. <laughs> so uh, this was written for a wide audience, um, whether you're unemployed, underemployed, looking for a better opportunity, whatever that that piece looks like for you. I mean, I've had entrepreneurs pick up the book and say they found it to be really helpful. Um, I've had folks who are in corporate that have picked it up that said, you know, I'm just looking to, to move to the next level. So it's really written for, I, I've, and it's conversational as we talked about, but it's written for everyone, anyone who's looking to take their career, their life to the next level, Marketing You Be Strategic is for you. Mm -hmm. Now, if you were to explain how the book is written, it's not like a novel, it's not like no. a self-help book, how would you explain it to someone in an elevator who says, oh, you're an author, tell me about your book? I'd say Marketing You Be Strategic is a God-centered approach to your career development. I cover the nine strategies and nine pieces that a successful career development plan should encompass. And it's very much a conversational book. So it's like having a conversation with Kimberly Ferguson. Uh, this book is, again, 
it's it's simple. It's it's a simple read. I know you said that you read it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's very much an easy read. Testimonials are included. Just real life examples, real life conversation. Mm -hmm. And I also want to add that the interesting thing is that this is an action driven book. This is almost like a workbook. This isn't something that you're going to sit down and breeze through. <laughs> and say, oh, okay, I've done, let me put that on my shelf. Mm -hmm. This is something that you can go back to oftentimes. It's on. It's in my stack of books that I go to on a regular basis mm -hmm. to reread different sections of it just to kind of freshen me up and, and to keep me focused, which is something that I encourage most people to do. Um, we as human beings are, are, or should I say, should be in a constant state of improving in all aspects of life. And to do that, that means that we have, got, we have constantly have to keep moving in a direction. And if we're not doing that, then we're being stagnant. Bodies in motion stay in motion. So your mind needs to be constantly occupied and, and active, in my opinion. So that's why when you come over to my house, if you do, you'll see, man, why has you got all these stacks of books around? Well, they're active books, man. I'm going through them. But, but that's just the way it works. I've, I feel for me, what's worked out best is to be able to say, hey, look, this is what I'm being drawn to right now. My day was centered around this. Where can I find that information? What does this author explain through them? And how can I process that difference? So that's why Marketing You Be Strategic by Kimberly Ferguson is in my stack right next to the couch where I can kind of just, <laughs> when I'm watching football, I can just grab it and, and flip through it. Um, the action steps that are listed in there. And again, it's like a workbook. So you, you give plans and suggestions and, and have the reader write down different things. What was the impetus behind that? And, and is that something that you experienced through readings when, when you were in, in a previous time? Or what was it? I think it's just the teacher trainer in me. <laughs> uh, the idea of the, the power of writing it down. Yes. There's power in writing my vision. If there's power in me making it plain, how can I possibly run with it if I'm not writing it and, and, and seeing it before me? So, so that was one of the reasons why I did it in this way, where I give people the opportunity during the book, within the book, to answer questions, to, to, to respond to certain areas, or at, toward the end, you know, in the back, it actually allows them, there's space for them to write out steps, to plan, to, to do that individual success plan. Great. Speaking of the book, let's go to um, a particular page and have you read some, um, if you don't mind, and uh, maybe stimulate the audience. Um, folks, you are watching the Trenton 365 show, and I'm with Kimberly A. Ferguson, who is a trainer, but she's also an author. And she's going to be reading a bit from her book, Marketing You, Be Strategic, and it's available on all the sites, uh, Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, and most importantly, you can get it from her website, kferg.com. So the section that I'm going to read, uh, so remember I said strategic is, strategic is an acronym. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to start with, or I'm going to read T. T is for targeted. Get ready, get set, get focused. A focused, targeted approach to your professional development will save you time and frustration and yield results. The T is for targeted. Characteristic is key because it touches every area of your professional development process. So what is a targeted approach? Your self-assessment, established goals, and well-thought-out individual success plan should give you a clear idea of the types of jobs that would best suit you. Based on this understanding, it's essential that you look for positions that are in direct alignment with your self-assessment results, your goals, and your action plan. 
in the most basic form, a targeted approach employs research and structured searches to identify and pinpoint best fit positions for you and tailored self-tailored self-marketing techniques so that employers can easily see the value that you bring. Fantastic. Kimberly A. Ferguson, share your contact information again, please. So I am Kferg Speaks across just about every social media platform. Info at kferg.com is my email address and my website is kfergspeaks.com. Great. You know, um, I guess it was 2015 um, we had a, uh, a book event, a book meet the author, a book signing event, and you participated in that uh, with Rachel Perez, Chelsea Dixon, and my apologies um, to the gentleman, and I'll, it will be up on the website. But at that event, you had a chance to sit down and to meet some, some folks who have bought your book or were interested in your book. What does that mean to be able to connect with a, a face or a voice in person? Oh, it's huge. I mean, even in the example that I gave of the, the young woman that, um, that was following me on social media and reached out, I mean, to be able to meet her and talk to her in Chicago was amazing. To be able, at that event, it was, what was it, the Chat Chew, Chat mm-hmm. Chew, um, to be able to connect with people who had my book at that event was huge, and especially because, you know, it had been um, not even a year that the book had been out, and it was r- really exciting to meet folks and have folks asking questions about it. So, uh, and, and the reason that it's exciting is because it's doing what I wanted to do. It, I wanted it to touch lives. I wanted to impact lives. I wanted to, it to empower people, give them the tools that they need in order to be most effective. So when I get to meet folks and I hear stories or people ask me questions or they, you know, I, I have a woman that I'm working with right now. Um, she's uh, in, in the job search process and I was working with her on mock interviews and just certain things like that. And she's so excited about the book. And so it's, the, it's, it's, it's instances like that that mean the world to me because that's why I put it out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have that, it came back to memory. His name is <laughs> Mario Depen, and the name of his book is Emmanuel's Bride. So Mario Depen, Rachel Perez, Chelsea Dixon, and yours truly, Kimberly Ferguson, were part of the Books Chat Chew event that took place in Trent, New Jersey. And what happened was meet the authors. Um, there was uh, book signings. We had a little interview and conversation about the books that they had written, etc. cetera. So um, we're about ready to finish up. And I know that you and I both are very much action folks. What would you like to challenge the listening and viewing audience to do? So it's something that I already said before, but I'm going to make this the challenge, and it's take advantage of opportunity. So when opportunity presents itself, take advantage of that opportunity. Um, You know, I mentioned before the um, opportunity to invest in my own professional development this year by being a part of the Boss Network, uh, part of their influencer program. That afforded me the opportunity to write for um, blackenterprise.com for their blog. I mean, it's afforded me so many opportunities. And if I had not taken advantage of the opportunity, I would have missed out on so many wonderful experiences. So my challenge to the audience is take advantage of every, well, take advantage of relevant opportunities that come your way. Mm. Now, I want you to drill down on that. Okay. Relevant opportunities. And folks, if you tie this, tie it, tie it in to what Kimberly has been saying about being strategic and how you market yourself and how you build this, this platform of what you're trying to do, a very specific strategic mm-hmm. plan, 
then you have relevant opportunities. Can you just rehash what that would look like? Okay, so think about your goal setting. Think about how we're, how we're setting goals. We want to set, I mentioned the SMART goal setting. We want to be very, very specific. We want them to be measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. So when I talk about relevant opportunities, I want folks taking advantage of opportunities that are in alignment with those SMART goals. Mm -hmm. So not taking advantage of opportunity just to do it, just to be able to say, okay, well, I did that. But what is that opportunity going to afford you? What is the advantage of having done whatever that thing might be? So when I say take advantage of relevant opportunity, it's all around taking advantage of opportunities that are in direct alignment with your goal, maybe a future assignment, whatever that might be for you. That's great. Now, I'd like for you to talk in the last few moments about young adults and youth. Um, I know a lot of us, and I'm including myself in this, we're always talking about oh, the children and we have to do these different things and, and prepare them. From your perspective, your book, as an author, traveling the country, um, growing brand, what does it mean to you to connect with young adults and people who are getting into the marketplace of finding uh, relative employment? Talk about that, please. So I, every year I get the opportunity, I do a program uh, through uh, Rutgers Biz Ed where I have the opportunity to do a personal branding workshop for high school students mm -hmm. uh, who are looking to get in business. Uh, then this year I had the opportunity to uh, do a training program. It was leadership development, communication, all these different pieces for, again, high school students and young college students, so freshmen, sophomores in college in Philadelphia. Uh, the reason why I was so excited to be able to participate in those programs is connecting with the younger generation. To be able to, because it, it's been so interesting, especially when I do trainings for millennials, it's been really interesting to me to see uh, what what they do know and how advanced they are as far as technology goes, but then also some of the missing pieces as far as communication and connecting with folks and, and how to network in person mm -hmm. and leadership development. So having the opportunity to really sit down and talk to those strategic minds, the mm -hmm. young strategic minds, has been empowering for me because I've learned so much for them, but I've also been able to pour into them and to share strategies and ideas. I mean, something as simple as what they're putting on their Facebook pages mm -hmm. and, and getting them to think about their personal brand beyond high school, beyond college. When you get out there in the workforce, what you put out there is still out there. So being mindful and, and managing their brand starting that young. So for me, being able to connect with but the younger generation has been empowering. It has been not only for them, but for me. <laughs> and I'm glad you finished with that point because that's how I feel about young adults. I enjoy spending time with teenagers, high schoolers, just out of college or still in college, young adults. They just recharge me um, from, from the standpoint of not only what they're learning and how they're, um, not, with, not just what they're learning, but how they're implementing it into life, and then to see where that gap is in a generation from what I was taught to what they're being taught now. And then it stimulates me to say, okay, I need to freshen up. Mm -hmm. I need to think about the marketplace that these young adults are going to be driving and what they're going to be looking for yes. because they're going to be in those management and executive leadership positions. They're going to be looking for a very, very particular mindset. 
And again, it's one of those things. Do we stay stuck in, in our education? I'm going to date myself of the 80s, the 70s and the 80s. Or do we say, look, we're going to continue to progress and try to stay sharp and stay focused. So I'm glad to hear that you're saying that. And from your expressions, I could tell that you're getting excited about oh, spending yeah. time with them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, just to be able to connect with them and hear their insights for, regarding business. And some of them, as young as they may be, are amazing with, with the social media, of course, with the social media, right? But just amazing as far as their business mind. So to get them to, to kind of focus some of that and, and structure it, because even even though they're great and even though they're very knowledgeable with the social media, helping them navigate, you know, communication because a lot of them are stuck behind, you know, the text messaging or, you know, they're behind that phone, they're behind the iPad, but teaching or reminding them how to establish relationship, connect with people, body language, eye, eye contact, all of those pieces. So having the opportunity to share some of those different strategies was so much fun this summer, uh, but even more importantly, hearing from them and hearing some of their input and some of their insights was amazing. Mm. Now, for the folks, um, wrapping this up, the folks, the young adults who you spent time with and you are enjoying their time, and the seasoned population, my age, our age, and older, <laughs> yeah, I'm including you in this as well, what do you think is the, the strategic point? where those two entities come together? So I'm seeing it happen in the workplace now. Mm. Um, it's, it, the, the challenge is that there's different learning styles, there's different way of connecting, different communication. So some of that is just a, a matter of getting in a room together mm. and talking through some of the issues. And I'm seeing that happen. I, I did a team building uh, for an organization and it was a team of, it was a multi-generational team. Mm. So one of the things that we started with was just team development. What does team development look like? And no matter if I'm dealing with millennials or if I'm dealing with us seasoned folks, <laughs> it, no matter what, it's the idea of being able to have a conversation, understanding team development, the stages of team development. What does that look like? And how can we all come together and share? what? Your ideas are just as valuable as my ideas are, and if we can bring them to the table, and also uh, generating options together. Mm. So it's not just about me and my ideas, but it's the power of your options. It's the power of my options. We all come together with those options, and then we come with our way forward. How are we going to move forward? That is amazing and spot on. Finishing up, Kimberly, please share your contact information one more time. Okay, Kimberly A. Ferguson. You can find me at kfergspeaks.com. You can email me at info at kferg.com, or you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn uh, by searching for Kferg Speaks. Fantastic. Kimberly A. Ferguson, it's always a pleasure, and you're always welcome back, and I hope that you'll be coming back again very soon as things progress. Folks, you've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can get in touch with me by sending an email, trenton365show at gmail.com, or you can do an internet search for me and find my information there. The social media pages, Trenton 365 Show on Facebook, Twitter at Trenton365, and the website, trenton365.com. You're listening over WIMG 1300, the two-time stellar award-winning radio station and New Jersey's oldest radio station, as well as watching over WPHY Channel 25 covering all of Mercer County, New Jersey. Have a good night.